Before you have been victimized or exported by this prisoner, please contact customer service at 855-466-4666. All subject matter in the preceding podcast is entirely alleged and not admissible in a court of law. A recklessly minimal effort has been taken to change the names and details of any guilty parties. And just in case you rat bastards get any ideas, the hosts of this podcast are notorious and well-documented liars with no legally admissible credibility. This is Mama C, and you're listening to Notes from the Pin Podcast. Welcome to prison, bitch. And these calls are merged. Bobby, when there was only one set of footprints in the sand, why did you leave me? No, that's when you carried the podcast. <laughs> Greetings from the prison industrial complex. The world is opening up again, and so I can vicariously live through the people in my life a little bit more efficiently, a little more exciting uh, in nature. And I'm here with my co-host, world-renowned degenerate Douglas Stanhope, who... Uh, it's often exper- experiencing the world, right? I'm wearing a suit that I bought during COVID that is fucking outstanding. It's uh, pink. Uh, I, I don't know if it's seersucker, but it has as a suit. It's not just the jacket. It's the whole suit. It's pink with white anchors on it. It's pink with light white stripes in it and anchors all over it. And uh, I'm in Great Falls, Montana, uh, which is a seedy fucking military. You know, everyone looks like an oil worker fuck. And, uh, yeah, uh, I'm probably getting on that bar just in time at 545 at night. <laughs> I, uh, we talked when me and you really started. Uh, I think when we really started talking on the phone a lot uh, was <laughs> Was during during Corona, like right at the beginning of it, I believe. So it was it wasn't long before. See, when I call people, um, I I get to experience. I'm like, well, no, tell me what you're doing, describe it, where yeah. And uh, so that's like my. It, it's an outward facing window from prison, and it was really quick. Like you know, Corona made you realize that you know, obviously I'm doing nothing, but when when both of us are doing nothing, it's a lot of like. So what have you been doing? <laughs> <laughs> pretty much the same thing. Both of us have pretty much been doing the same thing. And now that it's open, I get to uh, mooch off you guys experientially, I guess. And uh, you were uh, you went there for this the a novelty and little kitschy nature of the bar, right? Yeah, it's, it's got everything I love in a, uh, a in a day drinker's bar. It's attached to the motor lodge. Uh, where I'm in, it's 1962, this place. The, the bar is called the Sip and Dip in Great Falls, and they have mermaids. Like It's where the, the bar is underneath the hotel pool. So the back of the bar is like an aquarium. So they, they'll have chicks come in as mermaids to, to do shows. But, yeah, I didn't check. The fucking pool is closed for you know, remodeling or refurbishing so they just have a curtain over it with the you know a bunch of there's like a shower curtain with fucking starfish on it or something. Like, all right, it's still the novelty uh, would have worn off after a mermaid, and you just have a good picture for Twitter. But you can just Google it and then Photoshop me into it, and then that's me just sitting here drunk in a smoking room in a motor lodge from 1962. Heaven. 
<laughs> you know, uh, you ever seen, you know, those time lapse, like super slow time lapse videos of like a rat being eaten by fucking ants or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. yeah, that would be great to see that, the, the, have just a stationary camera in that place because when, when it first came out, the novelty of the mermaid, it was just the shit. Everyone was like, do you believe this? What's next? Flying cars? And just watching the steady decline of like to just the saddest. And then at the very end, it's kind of like, guy kinda like a polluted river where the mermaid now has open source. It's like a manatee that's going to fucking, there's so many boats that have run over this poor mermaid that she's all scarred up. She's just, uh, she's seen better days. Do you, uh, does it have uh, any tropical type thing? I love uh, old seedy tropical. Uh, yeah. It doesn't matter where they're at, yeah. too. Yeah, it's a tiki bar. That's what it is. It, uh, I was kind of getting in. We had to stop because we were getting into a, a halfway decent story, which we tend to do. When uh, when I was but a lad, I must have been like maybe 20, uh, still uh, still running rampant. We would order the, the actual chemical that was in Robitussin. Um, yeah, my brother. You know. Yeah, if, uh, my brother when he was in the Marine Corps, uh, they called themselves the Robo Raiders because they would drink Robitussin and trip. Right, and it fucked you up. Uh, we would always compare it to to uh, like someone who'd never done it. We'd say, "You ever seen Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas when they huff the ether and they're trying to walk in the fucking uh, into the uh, into the casino?" And the, that's how you feel. We would take it like a bunch of crumb bum dudes from Florida. Instead of having actual psychedelics, we would have this powder. And about eight of us went down to South Florida, and we got lost, and we ended up like off the beaten path, certainly not South Beach or anything. But we found this really shitty hotel that was beautiful, though. It was, it had an open courtyard on the inside and a pool with like a couple palm trees. It, it was just like that. It seemed better days. And we ended up finding a handicap room and pretending we had to have everyone hide while two of us went up there and, and rented the only uh, available room. And we all slept on the floor with like eight of us. There was a tiki bar right across the street that had pull-out cigarette machine that wasn't checking IDs. And we sat there and, and just drank ourselves into oblivion and ate a bunch of those pills. And it was just dark. It was really like a... Um, like a like a like fear and loathing type scene where it was just super weird. And uh, have you ever done drank a bottle of Robitussin? Are you familiar no. with the feeling? No, I have not. It's super weird and creepy. And me and my buddy Corey, so we're <laughs> real quick. We're standing outside. Everyone else is like drunk, passed out, but we had eaten the Robitussin stuff, so we're getting all we, weird we, and we're we moving have, real slow. We have eight minutes, Bobby. Don't take your time. We, we got it. So uh, so we're standing outside smoking a cigarette. And it's really dark. And we hear just this booming, echoing, <laughs> and we're like, what? what the fuck is that? And we're like huddled down, like, like we look like fiends. And uh, down the walk is what seems like a statuesque uh, a lady of the night, redhead, big boots on, like alternative punk type of chick. And she, she just, as she walks past us, she like, you know when you're tripping, you like connect with, weird shit happens. She goes, yeah why don't you guys come with me while I cash this check? And we can barely talk. And we just go, huh? And well, now we follow, we're following her, right? And we go across the street. She cashes this check, and she goes, why don't you come back with us? And we're just lost. We're just, like, following the backs of her heels because you can hear them. We get back, and it turns out she's a prostitute. 
Ooh, 15 going on 40, right? Now we must have been like 20 or 21. So we go down to the room. They must have been written it out for like the week. And her boyfriend, we deduced these things. They didn't say this. Her boyfriend is an ex-con who's probably 30-something. And there's two obvious crackheads in there. Now, no lights are on. The TV's on, and it's that blue glow. And we're sitting around a table tripping. And her boy, she's giving us beer, and her boyfriend comes out with two crackheads and we're like, what the? We're just super weird. So he's sitting down. How old are you now? I was probably 20 or 19. All right. But we're out of our mind. Like, just everything's terrifying and it's just getting weirder. And uh, the guy sitting next to me is like, so where are you guys? We can barely talk. And she's like, they're on something. I don't know. She's just going. And uh, the guy's talking and he goes, yeah, check this out. And he, and, and he like nudge, kicks my chair, and I look over and he's got his eyeball pulled out of his fucking head and he's holding it right up next to my face. It's just his rubber eye. You have one minute remaining. Wow, that was fast. Maybe we are. Maybe we did a five minute. Yeah. Well, that's... No, perfect. It's perfect. Because you see, when you listen to a podcast by a guy who's in the joint, anything can happen. So you might have to wait until uh, we lay down the, the conclusion to the uh, the one-eyed crackhead yeah, we, in the prostitute. Yeah, we, uh, we've only been on for just over 10 minutes. We should have four more minutes. Do I need to you send mom any more money? I probably do. Well, we'll figure it out. We're gonna, she's, uh, she's in trouble now. And uh, she's not. We love her. Uh, yeah, so it's, we didn't have time for the... Uh, in Vegas. Okay. We are going to use this, and we're going we're gonna to attach something to it at the end for later this week. I'm going to hit... Thank you for using GTL. Oh, that's... Yeah. All right. I think we got it. I think we made magic happen again. Yeah, magic. Than, uh, <laughs> magic of prison... Phone calls. The okay, wizard. So I think we can go right back into uh, the rubber eye, which I, I can't imagine would be rubber. I think it would be a glass eye. No, 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 no. It was mo- like it was uh, silicone or something. Oh, wow. it was like um, and it wasn't around all the way. Like it wasn't a full, complete circle. It was like a bowl shape, and he. Um, because when he was squeezing it, it was like flexing out. <laughs> I mean, I was tripping, but on DXM, the active ingredient or chemical in Robitussin, you don't really have a bunch of visuals as much as you just, everything's weird. So he, uh, my friend is uh, the meek, not even strong silent type. He sits right next to me at this old, the tables, like one of those Formica, like 70s tables, and it's just, uh, there's just crack smoke wafting in the background. And when he does it, he like wants a response out of me. And everyone, it's like, in my trip, in my mind, everyone stops and faces me. And I don't know what to do. I'm like looking at this eye in my face and looking at the guy with this gaping vagina in his fucking head. And I go, uh, I go, that sucks. Like deadpan, like that. I just go, that sucks. My buddy stands up. He was right by where the front door was, bolts out of the door, and they all just look at him, and I'm just sitting there, and I have to, like, explain, like, don't worry, he's not a cop or anything. I just think we're going to, and I just get out of there and uh, find, link back up with him. He's down. I can see him running. He ends up uh, <laughs> down, down, 
<laughs> he ends up at the, um, I chase him to that, uh, the, what's it called? The, the little tropical, uh, uh, bar that we were drinking at. And, uh, we got to hang out there and drink liquor after they were, uh, it was past serving alcohol time out of coffee mugs and hang out with the, uh, with the bartender. It was pretty cool. Jimmy Buffett was playing and that vibe like really calmed us down from the crackhead. We were talking about this, Love. about Michigan, how I love Michigan, the old diners, but Florida is yeah. the same for old tiki bars. Like, like they're vintage. They're not like trying to be, you know, oh, this is retro. No, it's fucking old. <laughs> yes. I've and always, the, the, uh, I think the that... great thing is, I guess, uh, you know, near St. Pete, where we go, the Thunderbird, uh, uh, shit, whatever the, the, the places like uh, you've seen the, the, the Johnny Depp movie Donnie Brasco, where they buy that fucking casino that gets, you know, in in yes. Florida that gets raided. Places that are vintage, yes. the same clientele from 1965 are still there. So there's this there's this slice of Americana in those places, right? Because our this country, it doesn't have, like, the 400-year-old cathedrals and shit like that. But what we do have is weird Americana. Like, I love that fucking seedy, like, a bygone era, better times, shady. I, I fucking love that. Uh, yeah, the Route you know, 66. Yeah, that's one of the things I can't wait to do when I get out. Me and you go hit some of those. Because uh, you actually have uh, a knowledge... And um, you have, like, some favorites. You know, you could easily go this. You have to see this place. You have to go here. Bunny Ranch, Bunny Ranch, and then also wherever else we're going to go. But there's a – you pay an homage to it, too, with your suits. And there was a time – I don't know if I told you. I think I might have told you this. I went through a little era where I was buying leisure suits. I had watched um, a movie about John Holmes called Wonderland. Oh, yeah. Homer. Yeah. Uh, was just – yeah, Val Kilmer, and was just really into the like this type of suit and the fast talking shit he was on. And uh, yeah, I went and found some really sweet. Uh, nothing with anchors like that, though. That sounds like it's so uh, weird. It's like stylish, even. I, was, I couldn't remember if we talked about that uh, on a taped call or a non-taped call about the suit. But yeah, it's uh, it's very sexy, and I just. I just took it off and put on pajamas and a hoodie because at a certain hour, I don't want to be around all these oiled <laughs> workers wearing a fucking suit with a yellow tie. I, I feel like there's a Johnny Depp. My bikes just have that little love for that weird stuff too. A little God, weird. that movie Casino. No. I, I can watch Casino over and over again just for fucking Robert De Niro's suits. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would go to thrift stores and find really, really weird polyester ones with the close-knit. All right, we're we're getting off. The point is, is that I can't wait. And and the idea that you went out there specifically for this bar, who is uh, who does who their claim to fame isn't even uh, up and working right now, is a good sign that we're moving towards some sort of open, free society again. Well, I'm here tomorrow. My I I thought it was the mermaids were closed because of COVID. Like the mermaid shows that they do when there's not other actual people in the pool. I thought that was because of COVID, and I thought, well, since I'm here anyway, maybe I could get one of the the uh, 
mermaids, the displaced mermaids on the podcast, on my podcast as a guest. Yeah. I talked to her like, what do you do when you're a mermaid in Montana for a living and then you're out of work? What else can you do? Here's the, the fascinating part. How, where's the, completely no pun intended, what's the the job pool like for, for how do you find, mer- that there's no way those people are, have ever been mermaids anywhere else, right? They're just plick, plucked out and it's like, you could, can you fit in this shell bikini? <laughs> can, uh, swim? Can you hold your yeah. breath? Right? That's got to be how it is. How long can you hold your breath? Let me gag right, with talk as an audition. There's no, this is work related. There's no way that there's, uh, in Montana, there's a booming, vibrant industry of uh, out of work, waiting to work mermaids. There's not even a lot of swimming up here. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. There's a, how do you even find, like, when a mermaid I, goes I think down. It would be a fascinating interview. It would. Like, to, uh, hey, they're not doing anything for the next couple of weeks till this pool gets refinished. Uh, here, I'll check you a hundred bucks, but then you, ha- you have to hope they're funny. So if you think of the odds of whether you can find Come someone on. who can swim with a fake tail and hold their breath, then add in, could they also be really funny too? It's a long yeah, shot, a but I'm sure. Shot at finding a real mermaid, you jackass. There's no <laughs> fucking way. There's exactly. no way. Well, instead of that, we'll just talk about... Actually, this is us promoting for yours. Everyone go listen to old Douglas Stanhope's uh, podcast where there may or may not be an out-of-work... What happens when they lose a mermaid, right? Like, they probably hold a lot of power because what are they, well, where are they going to get another mermaid? Well, it's, it's not the mer- it, it, it is about the pool. I mean, I'm sure the mermaids are waiting around hoping to come back to work and calling yeah. their union boss every day. <laughs> hey. Uh, but no, the, the bartender I was talking to is like, yeah, this sucks. Because we were, even during COVID, even, you know, separated distance, we were still packed out every night. And now that it's in season, there's no mermaids because the pool, because of the deep freeze that I don't know about, they couldn't put the laminate on the thing. And then now we're kind of dead. So they're all they're, uh. About no mermaids. This we should have saved this from our other podcast, Pool Talk in Montana with Bobby <laughs> C. Uh, tell me more about <laughs> the sealant. Now, are they going with the XJ95 sealant as is typical in Montana, or were they? That's probably their problem. They probably went with the uh, the base level, the bottom shelf shit. You can't do that. We all know you can't do that because what happens? Mermaid season opens up, did, and there's no god. Battle off everything. Like I, I just came off the plane, and she's telling me, you you know, because of the cold snap, and I'm like, I don't know anything about a cold snap. I'm here for two days, and I packed appropriately. Well, so what's the plan now? Um, a little bit of drinking in a hoodie, uh, talking to incarcerated friends? Yeah, well, I I, get, I was doing your podcast, uh, possibly, because I got a message from your mother. You might not be calling today, but if not, Here's it'll be tomorrow. But I was also supposed to do my podcast with Chaley, and Chaley, they're like, ah, oh, we're caught... Uh, backed up because he's doing his other podcast and they're on their way to Alaska and who fucking knows I, I know I'm in a room I can smoke in 
and I have a cocktail in my hand and a cigarette I'm about to light, a good book on tape, a crossword puzzle I almost finished by myself from the Sunday New York Times that I'm still going to fucking stab at. Yeah, I get, I get a fucking lot of plans, Bobby, a lot of plans for my future. <laughs> my four years is going to be there? about the same as your next four years. Let's talk about the important shit. What's the shower look like there? What's the bathroom situation? I'm serious. <laughs> uh, well, hang on, let's see if this works. It does work. It's still from 1962. There is a mirror in the bedroom that opens up and like a Murphy bed, a short um, uh, ironing board pops out. Yeah, it has four buttons for lights that you push in. Entry, vanity, desk, bed. Uh, yeah, it's it's very old. It's it's all tile in the bathroom. They have a wrapped in cellophane. Listen to that. A rubber ducky on the side of the tub, so you can float a rubber yeah. ducky in your tub. This place was the shit in 1962. The lobby is full of pictures of. See, we used to be famous. There's someone that's holding on there that just thinks it's going to come back. You know there is. Yeah. Like, oh, just get over this hump. Get over this 50-year hump, and we'll be back, baby. There's just uh, like, what are you? Like you're parachute you, you, pants. Everything comes back around. <laughs> mullet. There's a guy with a mullet and uh, parachute pants, just fingers crossed. Just yeah. He's just uh, fully. What are you? Uh, that time you took a bath. Yeah, acid wash jeans and a, a John Bon Jovi feather earring. <laughs> Hanging around with a dream catcher. <laughs> Are you uh, you gonna? I dare you. Got to take a bath there, right? I mean, is that does that doesn't? Aren't you supposed to take baths and see motels? Isn't that the uh, showered the height at, of luxury? I showered at the hotel before I left. I might shave my head again. It's looking a little scruffy. And I like to use my shavers uh, on a hotel's floor, hotel floor. I don't want to have to do it at my own house, clean up after that. So I try to shave, save most of my grooming and shaving for when I'm on the road and about to check out. I, just, I do that before a video visit. But here's the comfort of living in a, a 10 by 6 foot house. <laughs> I sit I throw my feet off my bed, so I'm sitting on this, my bed sideways, lean my head over the stainless steel toilet that is but uh, a snot rocket away, right? It's just right there, and then I just shave over it. Now, we've seen my facial hair. It's nothing that's going to clog a toilet. But it's, it's nice and easy. I get to just lean over there. Um, yeah, I, uh, I miss showers. I'm fascinated with baths and showers. I wasn't bathing per se much when I was out there, but I, I plan on doing it when I get out because the shower situation is enough. Well, yeah, a lot of, a lot of the showers uh, out on the outside world only have uh, one nozzle. There's not like a dozen shower heads. Like you're, you would probably not, you'd get claustrophobic showering on the outside because it's only meant for one dude. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I, I can't shower without multiple wieners within arm's yeah, reach. Of me. You're, you're going to have to get on some kind of weird Facebook group to find people to shower with you. So listen. Or, so the showers, the showers here. The, you have one minute remaining. 
There's a divider separate, the showers on the left, open. I go on the open showers. There's guys that are like, ew, you're gay. Like, there's, there's like a bunch of 50-year-old children. Vocab of the day, we're going to do a shower one. Bone hawking as a verb, or you can be a bone hawker, which is a noun. Bone hawking is to covertly steal oh, advances oh, of dude. Ogle, what? I think is the word you're looking for. Ogle, I know ogle. where you're going. Ogle yeah. a bone hawker is someone in the joint who ogles, ogle or ogles, ogle another man, uh, another man's joint in the shower, and uh, usually it's guy. I've I've hawked. I a think boner if you too. did it with a really curious, disturbed look, like there's something wrong with his boner, it would be okay. Yeah, I go through. I do like little shoddy ones, like, hey, you, uh, can you pass that? <laughs> I feel like I get bone hawked a lot because they hold. Thank you for using GTL. 